What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of Let's Talk About It podcast. So, short episode, another one. Didn't see anything that, uh, you know, worthy of talking about. Maybe my tolerance for fuck shit is getting lower and lower to the point where I don't want to even discuss the shit no more. I don't know, but... I thought I saw this topic here and I have a video to play with for y'all, but you know, um, I'll get into that in a few moments, but I felt like this was worthy of a discussion. Now I've, I have my many issues with WWE. Um, for those who don't know what WWE is, that's the world wrestling entertainment. Yeah. I think that's what it stands for right it's basically uh for those who grew up watching it like myself it was the wwf that was before it was forced to change names because people (laughs) were donating uh people were were confusing the wrestling wwf with the world wildlife uh fund or whatever is uh i think that is that fund that is um still active so if you want to donate to them that you can still you still can but um i think that's the uh organization that helps basically uh um the 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 uh the that that helps the continuation of wildlife basically um again i you do go on your favorite search engine and uh, whatever that search engine is and type in WWF and they'll give you a better explanation, explanation of what that, uh, fund is than I can. They're not paying me no dime, no penny to promote them, but I do think they're a great organization, but I think, uh, what was going on was people was giving their money to the WWF wrestling instead of the WWF, the fund that helps uh preserve wildlife and stuff like that and shady ass vince mcmahon um and everybody else involved in that situation was taking the money like crazy so wwf said we had enough we're suing your ass as they should have and if that isn't the case i made that shit up and that's the case i'm saying and i'm rolling with it so anyways WWE star Big E, or when I was watching it, he was going by Big E Langston. I don't know if he's still going by Big E Langston now. Um, it just says Big E on his uh, his Twitter, right? Well, let me give you, you uh, the man's official Twitter. So, WWE Big E, that's what it is, at WWE Big E. So, if you want to give him props, if you want to tell him that I basically praised him or i was talking about his video clip if you want to you know at him and let him know uh i got his back he has my support him and the other black athletes in the wwe they have my support uh then uh yeah let him know but that's what it is so anyways he's basically discussing um race relations within the wwe this is an issue prior to Big E talking about it I or bringing it up. I always talked about and brought up and people obviously um, turned to blind eye to or they deflected from it. Such as when you just bring up race uh, issues in everything. 
whether it be in sports, whether it be in the judicial system, whether it be in society in general, people tend to deflect or ignore. Okay. These are the things. uh, So I'm not surprised by the responses I saw from people. Um, I'm not even surprised at some of the few responses Biggie himself has said he's gotten um, from people because I wouldn't expect anything less. Um, I'd be more surprised if, especially if white folks were to say, yeah, you know, you're right. Or white fans, a lot of white fans. Now, I have seen some white fans come out in support of Big E and agree with Big E's statements that he's made in this video that I will press play as soon as I'm done rambling on. Um, But um, there are still a number of them and a number of them uh, who watch the WWE. There's still a number of them who are basically deflecting, ignoring, and not really listening to anything he said, or at least think about the issue that the issues that Big E brings up in its video clip. So, without further ado, do okay, I said do do he he, anyways, without further ado, I'm a hit play every time I have recorded some audio on this thing. It has worked out, so I'm pretty confident you'll be able to hear it once I press play. But by the off chance that it doesn't happen, I don't know. I didn't think that far. So anyways, press and play now. Uh, We got some time to to contemplate what happened Tuesday night and uh, obviously Kofi's performance and uh, the aftermath and our reaction to to all of that and uh, a little bit of time to reflect too on I guess kind of our, our careers and why we, we do this. Um, you know, you, you think of this business to some degree being a meritocracy that if you work hard, uh, you show up early, you stay late, you do all the right things, you jump through all the right hoops, uh, you're respectful, you don't break the law, um, that, that you, you, you get good at your craft, that you really hone that, that you find a place with fans, uh, you separate yourself, you find a niche, you separate uh, yourself uh, from a character perspective, from an in-ring perspective, you do everything, you check all the boxes, uh, you show up in shape, you, you do everything that's asked of you in this business that that if you do all those things, you have a good chance of making it to the top. But now we, we, we understand the game, we see what the game is, that people, people like us will only get so far that you can climb the mountain. They'll let you climb the mountain. But as far as getting to the peak and, and staying at the peak, or, it's, it's, it's not a thing that, that people like us, historically, and moving forward clearly, can only get so far. So, you know, we, uh, we've done a lot of cool things here. We've uh, been able to, to do a lot of things that we never could have imagined we could do. But uh, clearly, we are never meant to be more than this. And for people like us, that's not enough. And it will never be enough. So, uh, you know, we got to sit back and think whether, you know, continuing to be to be gone for 
250 days plus a year is worth it of, of missing the family time of uh, doing this to our bodies you know leaving a piece of yourself in the ring uh, that you can never get back all the things that we give if it's worth it when we can only get this far so we got a lot of thinking to do uh, you know obviously proud of Kofi uh, proud of us as a trio proud of what we've done but uh, if this is all we ever will be uh, I don't know if it's worth it all right you heard the man yourself and if you haven't heard the man like i said i don't know what to tell you jack <laughs> hopefully you heard it hopefully you heard it if not then i'll obviously re-record this thing and you wouldn't be hearing me talk right now or you wouldn't be hearing me say these words right now at this moment because i just the re-recording would act as if though there was no technical difficulties so once again shout out to biggie or Big E Langston, that's what I know him as, so I'm going to call him Big E Langston, um, proud of the brother, very articulate man, uh, and I'm not saying, oh, he, he I, didn't, I wasn't expecting that from a black man, like, I hate when motherfuckers say that shit, or I wasn't expecting you to be this articulate, or this, that, and the third, they look at me, and they assume, um, you know, I'm just going to, uh, talk like some, uh, down south country bumpkin and, and, and well, I don't know man but sh- shout out to the southerners out there uh, no offense when I say that but um, I don't see anything wrong with what this man said at all um, once again when I saw the video clip I said I have to talk about this on the let's talk about it podcast I don't care if this is the only talk uh, talk topic I talk about uh, this episode of this that you're going to hear this week it's that much important that shit, you know, it fills up. I feel like I can spend, uh, you know, it, it fills up the three topic slots basically that I typically do. Um, so going based off of him realizing him and, uh, Kofi, who is Kofi Kingston, another wrestler that, uh, you know, is still current. currently wrestling in the wwe again i stopped watching wrestling years ago and i mean years 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 ago um i'll tell you the last time and wrestling fans who still watch it or used to watch it you're gonna understand this reference but um you know the last time i watched wrestling uh the shield was still together and cm punk was still wrestling and that's all I'm going to say. That's that. <laughs> that's the one reference I'm going to share to y'all. Uh, that lets you know that was the last time I was watching wrestling faithful, faithfully. Well, WWE faithfully, right? Wrestling in general, but just WWE to make it clear. Um. So yeah. Um. My thoughts. I don't know what he meant by the whole Tuesday. Our reaction to what happened Tuesday night, but. I believe it's probably something race related and, uh, you know, it, it, it most likely dealt with Kofi being slighted of some sort. Um, because as Big E stated, you know, they, they let us climb up the mountain, but they'll never really let us get to the peak of the mountaintop or if we do get there 
We're not there for so long. We're there until they decide. Uh, and these are my words, not his at this point. But they're, we're basically at the mountaintop until they decide that they've had enough with, uh, you know, us being at the top. Now it's they'll knock us down at the bottom. I like to equate that to all of the positive black sitcoms and just black shows that was real big in the 90s you know late 80s early 90s right um you don't really see those shows on or being popularized anymore now people say things like they've been replaced by reality tv where you see black women acting amok black men being the most trashiest human beings of all time um and I think when you had that uh, during that era where black positive black TV shows who were depicting black folks in a positive light, that was when basically the powers of B, at, 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 you know, the powers of B uh, were... That was that was basically our our when we were at the peak, right? When we were at the peak of the mountain. Then all of a sudden, they probably noticed how it was positively affecting black lives. And how a lot of black folks were seeing what was going on on TV and wanted to live uh, and elevate themselves to be like these positive characters in shows like Living Single, uh, positive, uh, take Bill Cosby's allegations uh, uh, aside, we're talking about the character Heath, Heath, uh, Heathcliff or whatever, Heath Huxable, <laughs> I forgot the character's name then, but basically they saw the positive images of the, uh, images of the Cosby show, right? They saw a wealthy family like uh, and, and Fresh Prince that faced turmoil, um, but they were together and they were tight, right? And they were there for one another. And black folks, we aspire to be these things. We aspire to be doctors, lawyers, be family-oriented people, be positive people, right? in our communities, in our households, we aspire to do all of that. And when you aspire to do that and you follow those aspirations with actions, obviously, that can only do good for not only yourself, but for your family and for your community. Um, Once white people saw that, basically, the powers of be saw that, they did not want that to happen. They didn't want to see black folks elevating. Therefore, that's when all the trash started coming in. And therefore, you have all this trash TV now, um, reality TV now, where, like I said, the black women are just trashy as fuck, but the black men are just trashy as fuck as well, too. Um, So when you have these negative images, now, again, black folks are falling for these false, uh, well, these images and they're aspiring to be trash. And it has a op- opposing effect, an opposite effect, different effect from positivity, right? 
different in a way that it's not going to elevate anybody. Because these trash reality stars may think that they're elevating themselves and their careers and shit like that, when in actuality, they're just lowering their stock every time, every single time. It don't matter how much money VH1 um, and all these other networks that have reality shows on them are putting money in the pockets of these reality stars. The simple fact of the matter is, um, they're still lowering their stock. They're still not elevating themselves. They're certainly not elevating their families because these aren't really necessarily family oriented people. They come from broken homes and they're aspiring to uh, live in broken homes. And then most of all, they're not doing anything productive for the community. And that's what the power, the people in power want out of black folks. So the WWE is no different. I said all that just to say the WWE and and again, as I mentioned before, I always knew this about the WWE. Prior to Big E making this video, I've always had my um my critiques about how come these black uh, actors in the WWE are, or wrestlers, they're seen as this way. They're portrayed this way. Now, people are going to bring up situations like The Rock and Booker T. And how is it, if they're racist, how come Booker T was a five-time champion? As I stated before. And as Big E stated, actually. They let some of us climb the mountaintop and get to the top, and then they kick you down. And simply because, you know, Booker T, great wrestler, The Rock, great wrestler, when they were both wrestling. Just because these are black, two, that's two examples. That's like saying America isn't racist because you had Barack Obama as president. (laughs) That is one example. One example of a black president. And even then, he was subjected to racist threats. Racist critiques, racist jokes, and not just him, his wife, his daughters, people he uh, was affiliated with, were all subjected to that. People who supported him, black people who supported him openly, they were subjected to these things as well. So I am willing to bet, now I'm not going to say that I know this for a fact, because When Booker T was a champion, I was a kid. And yes, I was aware of racism, but it wasn't like I was looking for the racism in the WWE. I saw it. I wasn't reading in between the lines, basically, as a kid. 
you know, as when I was a kid, I thought as a kid, you know what I'm saying? That little, uh, is that a Corinthians quote, right? One of those Bible quotes, I don't know. Um, but I didn't notice that stuff, but I'm pretty sure Booker T was subjected to some racism by fans. Fans of the WWE, I should say, not fans of Booker T. I remember Rock when he, him, D'Lo Brown, I believe he was going by the Godfather. At uh, He wasn't going by the Godfather at the time. I forget his name. But these were black wrestlers who basically formed uh, uh, the nation uh, uh, group, right? It was, it was supposed, they were supposed to be like this play on of the nation of Islam and, uh, black, black Panthers, basically. They were hated. They were hated. They were the heels. I should say, let me start using wrestling term. Heels are basically the bad wrestlers or the hated wrestlers and the face wrestlers are the, or the, I think they call baby face or faced wrestlers or face I think that's that's the term. Um, those were the ones that were liked, that the crowd cheered for, basically, right? But the nation folks, right? The Rock, D'Lo Brown, um, and that's not his last name, shit. Uh, but no, D'Lo, The Rock, and again, I forget who. I don't think he was going by The Godfather at the time, but. The guy who played the Godfather, right? Um, who was this this pimp, basically? This black dude who played a pimp, right? A lot of the characters, when you think about the black characters, not not including The Rock, because again, they passed off The Rock as the, the racially ambiguous guy that he pe- black folks can say. Okay, yeah, we fuck with him because he's not white and we get cheer for him. And white folks can say, oh, we fuck with him because we don't think he's black. You know what I'm saying? Like the racially ambiguous guy. So everyone, every other black character except for him, prior to him being a part of this nation group, right? Um, they've had stereotypical black roles, right? Um... I would say all except for maybe Jacqueline, who is a black woman wrestler or was a black woman wrestler. She was, I guess people would say, well, she played the sassy black woman and stuff. But let me tell you something. I don't think if you've ever seen Jacqueline off off camera, I don't even think that was an act. I think she was one of the very few wrestlers, very, very few wrestlers who was actually portraying themselves. Um, And there's nothing wrong with sassy black women. If she wasn't like, when I say sassy, I mean like she obviously in the, you know, true meaning of sassy, but she was, she was black. Like she was everything you think... uh, Think about a black woman and how they styled themselves in the 80s and the 90s and how they portrayed themselves. Jacqueline was that. She was a black woman living in the 80s and the 90s, right? So 
I never really saw her as racist, and and I'm thinking back at it, I don't think she was racist as hell, uh, or her character was built off of 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 racial undertones, basically, right? Um, I think that she, once again, her being a black woman, she probably put them the the uh, you know the people behind the character creators and, uh, you know, the writers of WWE and check and said, y'all not going to portray me as X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be me. I believe that's what she did. Now I wish her other black counterparts did so and didn't allow the WWE to Create them in such a stereotypical negative image. And Big E is one of those. uh, Because him, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, I believe. They are in a trio where they're basically... Again, I haven't watched wrestling in years. But my younger brother does pay attention to it. And there were times where he have shown me a few things and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting, sitting there thinking to myself and I've said out loud, this is coonery. This is buffoonery. I don't know quite how else to describe their trio, but I've seen them do some coonery and buffoonery type things. I'm sorry. That's the best description from, again, this is stuff I've seen last year or a couple years ago let's just say anywhere uh from the years to that anywhere between the years of 2017 to uh let me not say 2018 i mean 19 let me say anywhere between 2016 to 2018 so for the past almost two three years ish i saw them the the stuff my little brother was showing me uh, they were doing because he knows I'm into the whole blackness and shit like that. So he'll show me black wrestlers when he tried to get me back in the wrestler. He'd be like, hey, look at this. They, there's a new black female wrestler. There's a new black wrestler. Look at these guys. Look at this woman. Look, you know, what I'm saying like he'll try to get me into it. But then I'll look at it and judge it on some. This is some coonery buffoonery. I don't like that. Or how come the black woman is always losing? How come she needs a white partner to uh, succeed in life? Or how come she is, you know, all over this white man as if the white, you know what I'm saying? Uh, me just being super extreme like that. Again, I know people going to be like, oh, you're racist. You're that, that, that. Listen. I'm looking at the undertones. I'm looking at all that other shit. I'm not saying a black woman cannot be with a white man. I'm not saying a black woman cannot be friends or buddy-buddy with a white woman. Um, I'm just saying black women can win on their own. When black women doesn't need a white man to protect her and be her fucking uh, white knight in shining armor. You know? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying just because I am saying it just because I'm saying that does not mean I am anti interracial relationships. It doesn't mean I'm anti interracial friendships or interracial anything. I'm simply saying for years now, even when I was watching it, it was always prior 
no, this is after Jacqueline because Jacqueline didn't need this shit. But after Jacqueline, all the black women wrestlers, they needed the protection of a white man or in order and when they only succeeded in something, it was because they had a, a white girlfriend by their side. Now, I know you're, someone's going to bring up, well, you talked about white allyship last week and how you. Again, I'm all about natural connections, not forced ones. Natural connections, natural everything. Since we're talking about natural, but that's what I mean. That's what I meant. So, back on to the topic at hand. Well, I didn't really stray off the topic anyway, so kudos for me. If you're on the Anchor app, clap it up for me. Um, WWE is wild racist, yo. Like, I don't need to say it. I don't feel the need to continue. Well, I do need to say it, and I do feel the need to continue to say it, hence why I'm making it an entire episode. But I don't feel the need to point out Again, people are going to bring up Booker T. They're going to bring up The Rock. The same old fucking situations. They're probably going to bring up some other black athletes and stuff. They're going to bring up the fact that, uh, again, when I was watching it. I don't know if they still do this now. But when I was watching uh, wrestling during February, they did do a Black History Month segment where they would name a black athlete a wrestler and the good contributions that they did. But it'd be the same black black athletes because, uh, or the same black wrestlers because, really, they're not really that much in the WWE, past and present. Um, so, you, yeah, of course, every February you're gonna be saying the same few names over and over and over again, and it's that way because they name the wrestlers who've had had some success. The wrestlers, once again, the black wrestlers, once again, that they let climb up the mountain. They let, you know, get some type of shine at the peak before they booted them off and put a white face on top of the peak, right? So, of course, you're going to have the same, let's say, I don't know, roughly 20 faces every February because maybe you only have. Those 20 names to say because you only gave those 20 black individuals a shot at the mountain, uh, uh, a a shot at, you know, the mountaintop, basically. And I'm not saying that, again, I'm all about natural shit. And that's that's. It's kind of hard to ask for of the WWE because the WWE isn't really a natural sport. You know, the winners and the losers are predetermined for those who don't know. So, which brings me to a point. I know morons out there are going to say, well, if the black athletes want success, they have to do better. They have to just fight and then maybe they could be a championship one day. They have to compete for it and fight just like everybody else and win it. The WWE is scripted, bro. 
Do you not know that? The winners and losers are predetermined. So Biggie Langston, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Jacqueline, Alicia Fox, um, any other of these black wrestlers can literally be better fighters than a white wrestler. In real life, be more athletic, stronger, faster, just better fighters. If the script says they lost to the lesser, the the athlete with the uh, uh the to the weaker athlete basically, then they lost. They have to follow the script. I don't know if you you all are familiar with this series on Netflix called Glow. Um, I watched the first season um, years ago when it came out. <clears throat> I like the season. I just I'm just not you know up on the series now. Uh, but if you don't if you want to understand how wrestling works, um, then you watch that show. I know a lot of people are going to be turned, especially the sexists, are going to be turned away because it's a women's wrestling league. It's about the women's, uh, it's about, uh, it's a, it's based on the true story of the women's wrestling league, basically. Um, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, GLOW. So, um, uh, it, it's about that, but they, they show you how wrestling works, people. <laughs> they show you the, the... Um, how the wrestlers prior to the matches happening, they spend time and time, not only just going to the gym, um, and, and all that stuff and prepping for matches, but they're, they're practicing the scripts, they're reading, they're, they're, uh, practicing certain moves. Okay. At this time you do this, I do that. You react this way. I react that way. Boom, 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 bang. It's fake, people. It's... If you really thought that... Stone Cold... Beat the shit... Really just beat the shit out of 30 men... Or however many men that one time... Where he just came in at the Royal Rub... And started clearing the house... If you really thought... This man just single-handedly... A beer-drinking son of a gun like that... (laughs) Just beat the hell out of... Let's just say 15 plus men knocked them smooth out the ring, over the top rope and everything. If you really thought he did that, you're bugging. A number of those men were taller, bigger, stronger than Stone Cold Steve Austin. And as no disrespect, Stone Cold is my favorite wrestler. You know, you can get on me and you're racist, you're this, you're that. My favorite wrestler, my, my, my top five wrestlers are mainly white. I have love and admiration for the black wrestlers because they're black. But if we're talking based off talent level and the character behind him, my top five is white wrestlers. Well, Rock is in there. Well, character wise, not wrestling wise. Character-wise, he's up there. But if we're talking based off character and wrestling ability, 
They're white wrestlers. Yes, white. And this isn't to sound corny like I can't be racist. I have a black fr- I have white friends. No. I'm just letting you know th- this is not coming from a place of anti-whiteness. It's coming from pro-blackness, but not anti-whiteness. But you bugging if you think Stone Cold really just took out 15 plus men like that. You bugging if you think, uh, uh, you know, all the other situations that happened that were fake. Like the time Vince McMahon supposedly died. <laughs> he going into his limousine. You bugging. You bugging. So I say all that just to say that these matches are predetermined. These situations are predetermined. They're scripted. I'm pretty sure you know what scripted means. And if you don't, go on your favorite search engine, search up the word scripted. Okay? Um, so, bringing up situations such as Will Biggie, Langston, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and all these other black wrestlers in the WWE, they just need to do better. You know, the whole Colin Kaepernick football reasons excuse people use as to why he's not um, on its football team now they started saying well it's football reason I'm pretty sure they're going to say for Big E and, and well these guys are still in the WWE but let's just say they Fitz McMahon pulls a Robert uh, well not a Robert Kraft but a Roger Goodell and uh, kicks Kofi Big E Xavier Woods any other other vocal black athletes in the WWE he kicks them out the league people and then uh, I, I won't be surprised if people say well it's wrestling reasons they weren't really that good when it seems like Kofi is at a shot he's he's getting a shot possibly at becoming a champion maybe I don't know I don't know what's going on. If you, once again, if you're educated, uh, you tell me what's going on with that situation right now. In fact, think about it while I take a sip of this water. All right. As I said, I don't know because I don't follow wrestling. So... And it's unlike me to speak on things that I don't follow. Simple as that. Um, All in all. I want to make sure that I I say everything that's on my mind. Because I kind of do want to end it off right now. But. This is. What what he said. What Big E was saying in the clip. And, And. If you don't. Um. Again, you can rewind this, this, you can rewind wherever you listen to this podcast. You can rewind back and listen if you want to re-listen to what he said. He still has the video clip on his page. Once again, his official Twitter page is WWE Big E. That's at WWE Big E. Okay. The, the little header name or whatever that's called. He, he goes by Florida man, right? So, you can go on his page, check out the video. 
I got the, I will post the video on the official Twitter page for the Let's Talk About It podcast. That will be, uh, in the, I'll try to post that in the description box below. Just created that, but I go by Ernie Rambler. That's Ernie underscore Rambler. Okay. Simple spelling of both just Ernie and then underscore Rambler. Okay. I'll have that in the description box below as well. That video will be posted with Big E's video will be posted on that page alongside with obviously, you know, uh, links to my other pod, uh, well to the podcast in general and other episodes. If you haven't checked out those episodes, but this is why I'm all for black folks starting their own shit. Honestly, I'm going to end off the point. I'm going to end off this episode with that point and discussing that. Black folks, like I said, when I was talking about award shows, we need to create our own shit. We need to create our own shit. If we need Negro League shit back again, make a Negro League or just Negro, uh, make black business great again. That's what I'm all about. Fuck America. Make black businesses great again. Okay? Because people can bring up uh, the new wrestling federation that is competing with the WWE and they're trying to be and they pride themselves as being the opposite of the WWE being more progressive than the WWE being more uh, about the uh, more caring for the wrestlers than just money and then they they very much may be that may be the truth I don't know anything about that I think it's the AEW or whatever or AWE or whatever I think that's what it is right I don't know much about it I looked at I was reading up about it uh, a couple weeks ago because I had a discussion with one of my brothers about it Um, but I can't really tell you too much I can only tell you uh, from what I read but I won't do that here what I want to do here is like I said um, just continue to promote why we need our own shit black folks why we need our own black award shows why we need our own black networks why we need our own black everything and if you if you think I'm a racist for doing that but you're ignoring the obvious racism that's going on within the W that has been going on for centuries yes centuries in the WWE um Well, let me not say centuries. Decades. Let me words are important, people. Use your words wisely. I have to always constantly remind myself to do so. I'm a big word smith or I oh, yeah, I am a wordsmith actually, but I'm a big word uh police, right? I won't say word Nazi because fuck that shit. Fuck the Nazis. I, and those are words I actually want I actually do mean Fuck the Nazis But Words are important So decades Not centuries, decades But the racism has been going on in the WWE For decades 
even when they were the WWFs stealing money from the wildlife fund because Vince McMahon is a piece of shit. Um, so, or allegedly stealing money from the wildlife fund, but he's still a piece of shit and there's no alleged right there. Um, so black folks, this is exactly why we need to create our own shit because as long as we're in these white entities, as Big E stated, beautifully stated, by the way. But as he stated, they will let us climb the mountaintop. They'll even sometimes let us get it to the to the peak of the mountaintop. But will we be there for long? Nope. Will we be there and be praised while we're there, or credited at least for getting there? Nope. What will happen is they knock us off. They lift up a white face, put him in charge. And yes, I'm going to say him because it's typically more so a white man. They put him in charge and they act as if though. They're pretty much doing what Trump does with Obama's uh, policies that Trump hasn't reversed. He'll act as if though. He is the reason why those little, <laughs> those the little success that he has right now, that it has nothing to do with what Obama was doing probably two weeks before walking out the White House. Two weeks before his last term ended. So... They'll do some shit like that. They'll act as if though the accomplishments of the black athletes. But that's, again, that's, that's been part of history. A lot of black accomplishments are, 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 are ignored or make it seem as though white folks are the reason behind it. We wouldn't have street lights if it wasn't for black people. Laser eye fucking surgery. A black woman invented that. And just like black women do, a black woman is most likely going to save my life because I do want to at least get some eye corrective surgery in the future. But if it wasn't for a black woman, my life would be doomed. And I'm not just talking about Miss uh, Later Eye Surgery. Lady. I'm talking about my mother. I'm talking about other black women in general. I can go on and on and on praising black women, praising black men. But as a final say, like I said, I want to let people know, black people especially know, this is why we need to create our own shit. Because will be nothing but charity cases to these racist white folks. It's, we'll give them a chance because it makes us look good and feel good. Instead of 
let's allow them to be just as successful as these white athletes because they deserve it. They're doing all the right things, as Big E was saying. They're doing all the right things. They show up. They take care of their body. They represent the brand appropriately. And that's still not enough. This is why I get on black folks all the time. They always try to tell me, oh, you, you, you can't be doing this. White folks, when they hear you say these things and they, they see you do this, or if you got your hair sold this way, you need to look this way, and white masks are going... Meanwhile, these white black folks do everything they're telling me I should do. Cut my hair. Go bald or have a short haircut. Take the bass out of my voice. Even though I don't think there's much bass in my voice to begin with. But take the bass out of my voice. Walk this way. Dress this way. Act this way. A lot of those black folks. (laughs) I see them now. And they getting screwed the fuck over by those same white folks. Especially the ones I went to school with. Who made fun of my nappy hair. Who told me. Who basically told me I wouldn't be nothing because I don't cut my hair. They go to these colleges, these universities. They get screwed over. They get into the workforce. They get screwed over. They're on Facebook complaining about situations. Uh... That happened to them at work. How they got screwed over. By their white bosses. By white folks. And I sit there and I read those statuses. And I say. Oh you you was telling me I wouldn't amount to shit. Because of this that and the third. Look at you. You got your hair fucking cut. You got your baby face going on because a beard's going to make you look super intimidated to black, uh, white folks. You, you all this, you dress this way, you act this way. You got all these pictures where, with white folks and you the token black man. And ain't none of them motherfuckers trying to help you out. Mm. Meanwhile, my ghetto nappy headed ass with facial hair, um, I'm at a job that I fucking hate. But guess what? Them motherfuckers know I'm not the black man you you need to go around talking uh, that you're going to push around. I'm no pushover. I'm in control. Of every scenario that I, I... At work and outside of work. I'm in control. Meanwhile, you have no control. And until we get in tune with our blackness and how powerful we are, we'll continue to be not be in control. That's for another discussion for another time. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. I would include in timestamp, but this is the only topic. So, yeah.
Timestamps will not be in the description box below this episode. But I still appreciate you for listening. If you listen to it for 5 minutes, 10 minutes, or the total 50 plus minutes this episode will be. Hit up the links in the description box below. Whatever links will be there. Again, I'll try to include uh, the Twitter link for the official site. uh, For the official account of the Let's Talk About It podcast. You can go there. You can hit me up there. If you want to communicate more though. It's best to hit me up on my personal uh, page. You love Ernest. You underscore love underscore Ernest. Ernest as in E-R-N-E-S-T. Not E-A-R-N-E-S-T. That's Ernest. Not Ernest. And that ain't my name. My name is Ernest. Not Ernest. Anyways. Stay black. If you are black. Please. Always stay black. Do not let nobody, and I mean no fucking buddy, whether they are the same skin color as you or not. Do not let nobody tell you what it means to be black. Just be black. Whatever being black means to you, be it. But don't be an Uncle Tom ass motherfucker. Well, not let me not mention Uncle Tom. Don't be a sellout. Be black. Don't be a sellout, all right? Always be beautiful. That's always going to be a given. Always understand and know that black lives matter. That doesn't mean nobody else's life matters. It doesn't mean I don't give a fuck about the lives in New Zealand that I said a prayer to last week. It doesn't mean that I don't give a a fuck about the lives at the border uh, uh, being... uh, you know, uh, harassed and fucked with by uh, ICE doesn't mean I don't care about white folks. Alright? Stay black, stay beautiful, black lives matter, and I'm out. Peace.